It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Crash and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, after the show's air today on LTN Radio, join me over on LTN Radio's Twitch because I'm going to be streaming some Tony Hawk and talking with you guys. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might say smarter counterpart to the back row. I'm a wife, a mom, and super fan of all things friends, and a Baltimore Orioles fan. Really? I don't think you are. <laughs> Zip your lip. You don't know me. Today you don't sh- know my whole life's history. <laughs> you don't know all my travel and whereabouts. <laughs> Today on the show, your favorite DoorDash restaurant doesn't actually exist. What? We've also got Junk Food Tuesday, a taste test, and Ask Us Anything, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Tuesday, February 9th, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It's quite possibly my favorite holiday, second to Christmas. (laughs) National Pizza Day. Uh, Okay. Have you tried? I'm gonna open a Gatorade here. Pardon me, guys. Have you tried Pizza Hut's newest endeavor? I can't eat Pizza Hut. Why not? It destroys my stomach. <laughs> I'm not even lying. I'm up okay. at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> when I was younger, Pizza Pizza was Pizza Hut rather was the go-to. Like that was the preeminent place to go. No, y'all were. It rich. was great, but. Well, that's what I mean. Like, that was the, the prime. That was the top-tier pizza place. But then, as we got older, I thought, oh, I'm just getting older, and I'm not appreciating these tastes as much anymore, or my palate is refining, you know, all that kind of stuff. And no, it's just it's it's incredibly clear that the consensus is Pizza Hut's gotten terrible over the years. It much has. worse. But I dare say that their latest endeavor is the best thing they've put out in well over a decade. What is it? Detroit style pizza. It is a one of those medium like rectangle pizzas that they do, okay? Mm-hmm. With cheese and it's like a better blend of cheese and also with like some aged parmesan in there and stuff and you can actually taste like the different flavors all the way up to the edges, crusting all the way around, which I love when they do that. Two kinds of pepperoni, regular pepperoni, and then like the cup pepperoni that gets mm-hmm. all crispy, like mm-hmm. we had at that place in uh, California, mm-hmm. that Italian place. Uh-huh. Ooh, gosh. And uh, the sauce, which is a different blend of sauce that they made specifically for this, is then on, on top, kind of like a Chicago pizza at that part, where uh, that way it doesn't get this soggy crust Keeps not, it light and airy. It sounds gross and it's I'm definitely not a messy. Sauce fan. I understand, and you do have to eat it with a fork and knife, otherwise it gets everywhere. But hot dang, is it good? Yeah, I was I was blown away. 
Hillary and John also has we got it for this we got it for the Royal Rumble. Mm. And Hillary and John also like, okay, I wasn't expecting this, but it's very good. I mean I guess I gotta say, you gotta you gotta try it. I can't. I can't. I I just can't. Um I you wanna know what my favorite pizza place is currently? Mm. Little Caesars. Oh. Blech. I'm serious, and I don't know if it's when you order through DoorDash or what. <laughs> they sprinkle some magic no, flavor no, 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 on no. it. I don't point. know. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if they make it fresh when you order through DoorDash as opposed to when you go through the drive-through here in it's town. Just like and sitting just, in the heater. Yeah, but oh my word! I will admit that occasionally I have ha- I have ordered Little Caesar. With like a, a different topping, like I'll add black olives or something. In yeah. that case, they have to make it fresh. Right. It is much better that way. But still, I maintain my theory that Little Caesars is is only really good when you don't pay for it. Oh, no. Like, I, like our church will get it for a while. Our church will get it for different parties and different things. And I'll sneak a piece. I'm like, this is some of the best pizza I've ever had. Because I didn't pay for it. But anytime I buy a pizza, I'm like, this is awful. Why did I waste six bucks on this? Nope. Recently, man, they have been top notch. I've been really, really impressed. And they have the Italian bread. Um, that is, it sounds like the Detroit pizza. Because yeah, it's yeah. rectangle. Okay. I do like that bread. Okay. That is like. I also really like their just like the normal breadsticks. Oh, the crazy the bread? Yeah. Oh, crazy bread is. But I like the crazy bread just a little bit underdone mm-hmm. to where they're kind of doughy. A little underdone. Plenty Heavy of that Heavy on the stuff. Parmesan. Whenever you yep. get one that's very light on it, it's you might as well not eat it. Yeah. It's garbage. Agreed. Hot garbage. But, oh my gosh. <laughs> the Italian cheese bread. Yeah, that Italian cheese bread is good. But it leaves, it, you burp it up all day. That's one of those things that never leaves your taste buds. I don't. Yeah, maybe you just don't notice, but you'll notice now. It's okay. full of garlic. I mean, how can you not burn it up all day? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> My body absorbs all the garlic. Yes. <laughs> that right. is true. Is that all the holidays? Just pizza day? Oh, no, no, no. Ooh, it's also, well, yes, that's it. That's it. We don't have to cover the second one. <laughs> National Toothache Day. Mm-mm. So fun fact, uh, I'm terrible when it comes to dental hygiene. And uh, I've lost a, you know, I lost a tooth. It's gone. You see that there? Uh, those people are watching on Twitch right now. If you can't tell, um, but yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> I'm bad, bad at it. Found out last year. I got mm, thirty-seven cavities or something. Just a lot. You know, a lot. A lot of money having to be spent. I had three teeth shaved down and put crowns on this past year. And the next step is that I have a molar going in sideways Mm -hmm. and just digging into the next tooth. But it hasn't bugged me. And it's been like that my whole adult life. Whether it's bugging you or not, remove that thing. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to have it removed. I'm just saying it's never hurt before. Okay. Until last week, finally, it started hurting. And I was, I spent a solid 13 hours writhing in pain really nothing would help and so i'm like okay yeah we need to get this stuff get this stuff scheduled get this junk out of here we had to wait until you know the new year with the new copay reset mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff <sighs> i don't like it the dentist i hate it the dentist scares me i'm one of those adults that just 
If I could avoid going to the dentist, I would. The dentist always scared me until we moved here and we started going to our dentist here. Remember when we thought that we were moving and I... Which time? <laughs> uh-huh. This last Fourth, time fifth, when we yeah. for real, for real for thought real. we were moving. Like House Chris was, was already packed. there. Yeah. <laughs> House was on the market. It was done. And then... Um, but, and then on, we were recording one of our shows and it hit me that I would have to find a new dentist. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I about yeah, yeah. like had a panic attack yeah. here on the show. I remember that. Because I too do not like the dentist. <laughs> I really, but being here for eight years and having a good relationship with our dentist now, she knows as soon as I come in, she knows. All right, Megan, it's okay. She talks to me really calm. <laughs> Pets you. She calms me down. Right. Yeah. Secretly injects See, you with she's the calming like the, agent. She is the best dentist in Clovis, <laughs> hands down. Mila had to have a crown when she was three. Yeah. She had to have a crown put on one of her back molars. Best experience ever. Okay. okay. Ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Let's play a game. Uh, we're going to play Onion or Not Onion. I don't and know why uh, you're yelling at me. <laughs> Just Let's the, play a game. It's the, it's the authoritative, this is the changing of the subject okay, voice. Uh, and we are live streaming on Twitch right now as we record this. Not right now as you're listening to it on the radio. But uh, as we record this on f- the Friday night before, we are on Twitch. And so we're going to... Why does this keep doing this to me? We're going to be playing Onion, Not Onion. And for the first time ever, uh, our Twitch followers can also play along live as we're doing it. So, uh, all right. So don't be looking over here. Well, no, I'm, how many people we got? Uh, three or four. Let's see. Three. (laughs) Enough that they can play along. Here we go. Uh, all right. So we got three headlines here. Two of them are fake news stories from places like the onion or the Babylon Bee and the other is an actual news story. I'm going to read all three and Mo and our Twitch followers are going to guess which one is the real headline. And you can also play along at home this morning as you're listening because, you know, to you it's new. So here we go. Uh, Here's the first headline. We are simply not the best, says Chinese restaurant in Montreal, Canada. Okay. Number two. Activists call on sitcom producers to reckon with genre's ugly history of sarcasm. And number three, free version of meditation app plays panicked shrieks every 15 minutes until you buy the full version. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's the real headline? There is one real one. We are simply not the best. That is the real one. We're simply not the best as Chinese restaurant in Montreal, Canada. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We got Lark on Twitch saying the middle one, activists calling sitcom producers to reckon with genre's ugly history of sarcasm. Sounds the most real. I mean, it, it does kind of. Uh, I don't like calling you Rachel, Lark. I like calling you Lark. Sorry. Interacting with Twitch now. Uh, our friend Rachel says the number three or number two, the middle one. Well, you got to say Rachel, not Rachel. Rachel. Our friend Rachel. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, the real one is uh, we're simply not the best. Hey. Montreal restaurateur says of his very honest menu. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Fei Gang Fei isn't the type to brag, even when it comes to his own restaurant. The owner of Antidai in Montreal has been grabbing international headlines for what some observers have dubbed his brutally honest menu descriptions. I just don't want people disappointed. <laughs> 
<laughs> he told uh, As It Happens host Carol Off. A lot of people uh, want to be the best, and we're simply not the best, and that's a fact. We just try to be a little bit better every day, and that's how I see it. Uh, each menu item on the menu is accompanied by a description written by Faye himself. Some boast of great flavor, while others are deemed too dry or not that good. One of his dishes, he writes, I don't know why, but peanut sauce chicken is liked by a lot of customers. <laughs> he doesn't like it. Uh, of the saute sauce beef, he writes, I still don't, I still haven't had a chance to taste it. Looks like I should spend more time eating my eating in my own restaurant. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Of the uh, <laughs> of the black pepper stir fry, he says, "Don't let the name fool you. This one is not authentic Chinese food." <laughs> Said true story. One customer got really mad because it's not so Chinese since he visited Sichuan, China before. Like this is a part of the description underneath. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can kind of understand his reasoning, at least in this way. He can never be sued as a restaurant owner, you know, Yeah. you advertise something. Although I could go, I could eat it, decide that I love it. And therefore he is advertising it as something that it's not. <laughs> it's a lie another way. Uh, for his general chow, uh, Tao chicken, he says, I'm no expert on North American Chinese food, but I like our general Tao a lot, a lot more than I would have thought. But then of his orange chicken, it says, comparing to our general Tao chicken, this one is not that good. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of North American Chinese food, and it's your call. <laughs> it's in the menu. I mean, it's your call. <laughs> his recommendation <laughs> I, I'm I don't get it I guess I it's working it. right I mean he's <laughs> got customers uh, let's see one of these uh, one of these is a uh, pork intestine uh, based dish it says the intestines are fried it's kind of too dry compared to stir fried pork intestine I recommend the former one and then he later added, P.S., I changed my opinion now. I like both of them. I mean, now he's updating us. <laughs> I just, uh, it's, it's, it's actually a pretty legit strategy because he is now talking internationally. You know, like he's sharing this news everywhere and everybody's going to want to come. Sure. Try out the honest menu, whether yeah. it's really good or not. Let's see if he's really honest. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty brilliant. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, it's Junk Food Tuesday. But before we do, no, but first, this week in nerdy news. <laughs> Stick around. Uh. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. WB has released the official synopsis for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. The film will follow DC Comics supervillains to the enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese, where Task Force X will have a dangerous search-and-destroy mission. Suicide Squad will premiere on August 6th, 2021. Mm, I'm hopeful. I didn't hate the first one. It just wasn't great, you know? But uh, this, this could be good. This could be great. 
Ewan McGregor confirmed that the Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney Plus is set to begin filming this spring in Los Angeles. Uh, other than that, we know very little about the show. We do know that Hayden Christensen will be back to reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker, which raises a, a whole lot of questions as to when this series will be set. Uh, will will this be Darth Vader Anakin? Will it be pre-lava fight Anakin? Who knows? But I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for it. The CW has renewed officially three more of its DC comic series. Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, and Batwoman will be coming back for another season. All three of these shows, of course, on the CW. You know, The Flash is solid. Legends of Tomorrow has had its ups and downs, but ultimately has been good. Batwoman, though, I think might be jumping the gun. We got a whole brand new character. We're barely a few episodes into this season with her. But that might just be telling the tale of how much they actually believe in this new actress and the direction of the show. So I'm hopeful. Let's all be hopeful. Marvel has released an official trailer for Marvel's Behind the Mask. The show will explore the inspiration behind Marvel's greatest heroes and how these stories represent humanity and identity in groundbreaking ways. Marvel's Behind the Mask premieres on Disney Plus on February 12th. Sega made a big announcement recently. Total War Warhammer 3 is officially on its way from Creative Assembly and Games Workshop. Said to be the epic culmination of the Total War Warhammer trilogy, players will shape the conflict to come between the lands of the East and realms of chaos with each choice they make. In the game, players will be able to choose from a number of factions, including two brand new ones making their video game debut. Embarking on a new grand campaign, you'll be tasked with saving or exploiting the power of a dying god. Each race offers a unique journey through the nightmarish chaos realm, culminating in an endgame that will determine the fate of the world. That was This Week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. Back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, we're talking about ghost kitchens. Ooh. And coming up next, it's Junk Food Tuesday. But before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Bring it. About pizza. Mm, 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 mm. Pizza time. That's my pizza time song. I do that every time the delivery drivers driving. <laughs> I stand right there at the door in full view of them. Just mm, mm, mm. pizza time. <laughs> Um, 350 <clears throat> slices of pizza are eaten each second in the United Good States. Good night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good that's night. A, that's a lot of pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, boy? That's a lot, that's of, a lot pizza. of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> consumption of pizza has increased Americans' consumption of cheese by 41% since 1995. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, the next few facts are going to be to debunk a belief that many Americans stand firm on about pizza Eesh. that I have been saying for years is false. Eesh. People tend to think that pizza did not originate in Italy. You're going to do a pro-Italy stance here? That it originated elsewhere. (laughs) The first pizza was invented in Naples in the early 1500s. Historians from the 
William E. Macaulay Honors College discovered that lower-income people of Naples would put slices of tomatoes on dough and top it with cheese to make a cheap and easy meal for their families. According to the researchers, tomatoes were thought to be poisonous during these days, which is why pizza was considered a cheaper food. Weird. Uh huh. The first documented pizzeria in the world was opened in Port Abla in Naples, Italy, during the late 1800s. And although pizza, oh, the first known documentation of the word pizza is from 997. And although pizza wasn't a global phenomenon until the 1950s, the word dates back to centuries ago. Um, A manuscript in the small Italian town of Gaeta is first known document, the first known document to contain the word pizza. Food historian Giuseppe Noca told Italian newspaper in La Repubblica. It originated in Italy, y'all. Stop buying into the lie that it's a Japanese food. It ain't a Japanese food. Pizza is Wait, Italian. Wait, hold on. What? Who's saying it's Japanese? A lot of people believe that it originated what? in Japan. What? Yes. What? Yes. I, I, I legit thought it was a uh, an American food? An American thing. No, it's Italian. It's for real, for real Italian. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh, still. You. <laughs> I, don't I think these are biased facts. Did oh. you get these? Did you get these from QAnon? Did QAnon no. bring these? Back? Absolutely not. <laughs> that that would have been you, not me. <laughs> there is uh, one thing Mo and I can't deny, and uh, whew, we got something weird going on on uh, our Twitch stream right oh, now. No, what's happening? I don't know. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, uh, we got we got we got my friend Rachel uh, helping out in the chat, but I don't know what's going on, so we'll figure that out here in a bit. Uh, we are live streaming on Twitch right now as we're uh, <laughs> as we're trying to record this, and it's it's new and it's weird, and it's probably not making a whole lot of sense to you if you're listening to this on the radio station. So let's move on. There's one thing that Mo and I can't deny: we love junk food, and each week we like to discuss new and upcoming junk foods that have been spotted in stores or announced. And then later on in the show, we've got a taste test. Hey, uh, first up though, it's, it's something for dogs: Ben and Jerry's doggy desserts. We got two of them: Ponch's mix, which is a PB and pretzel doggy ice cream, and Rosie's batch, which is a pumpkin and cookie. Uh, ice cream. So, uh, I don't even know why you brought these today. <laughs> Last time I checked, I ain't a dog. <laughs> so there is a, uh, there is a, there's already like an ice cream in, I know at least in our store here and I'm sure every, a lot of places where, uh, it's called like puppy paws or something. And it's just like a little ice cream disc and it's in the frozen food section next to all of our ice creams. And I'm wondering, like, are people going to buy this thinking it's just like a puppy-themed treat mm-hmm. for humans? Mm-hmm. And what makes it a dog treat? And then Is take- there liver in the middle? <laughs> What's the difference? Is it just less milk or no chocolate? or What makes it, what makes it doggy appropriate? I don't know. Why is there doggy? Why does doggy ice cream exist at all? But now we're just making it, you know, even more flavorful. Peanut butter and pretzel. Pumpkin and cookie. You know, you know what flavor my dogs really like? Hmm. Cheese. Yeah, I mean, 
cheese ice cream should be a hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what goes good with cheese? Beef sticks. And uh, Bubba, our friend Bubba's going to be into this. Slim Jim is coming out with a Sonic Chili Cheese Coney flavored beef stick. I might even try this. When was the last time we had like a weird themed beef stick? Like it's normally a typically typical beef jerky flavors, you know, spicy jalapeno, stuff like that. But a chili cheese hot dog flavored. There's so many things about this that do not sound right. <laughs> Keep it. I don't want it. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Klondike is coming out with cones. Klondike cones. Five flavors and three different boxes combining two of them. There are vanilla chillin', which is just a normal vanilla cone. But it looks like it's got like a... a core of chocolate all the way down in the middle okay. of the cone. That's the, the difference here. Okay. Uh, nuts for vanilla, which is vanilla with nuts, obviously. Classic okay. chocolate, which has nuts. They don't have a, a non-classic, non-nut-covered <laughs> classic chocolate. There's double-down chocolate, which is a chocolate. <laughs> the one with nothing, The look you gave me with, uh, with like chocolate chips on the top of it. Then there is... Uh, the special one, Unicorn Dreamin'. It's a delicious duo of strawberry and bubblegum bases paired with a strawberry sauce core and a green wafer cone. Isn't that weird? I'm all about this. <laughs> I really am. But can I tell a story real quick? Sure. Okay. Only because it's Klondike. You do that okay. while I try and figure out what's going on with okay, our Twitch Okay, sounds here. good. Uh, you remember the old Klondike slogan? What would you do? For a Klondike bar. Okay. That one. Uh-huh. So my mom tells this really great story of when she was about 16, her and my Nana decided to, at the new year, go on a diet together and try to lose a couple pounds, get fit. They were running every day. Um, my Nana actually used to run seven to 10 miles on a daily basis. Yeah. Right around this time. Don't know how she did it. I can barely run a mile. Um, but... She told my mom, do whatever you have to, to keep me devoted and dedicated to this diet. Okay. I mean, you would think that she would know because it is her daughter. Yeah. Just what type of person she was dealing with here. (laughs) But my Nana had had a really bad day. Ran by the gas station on the way home. Comes outside with a Klondike bar. Okay. Okay. Of course, what does my mom do? Being the 16-year-old daughter that she is, with full permission (laughs) to do whatever she has to do to keep her mother devoted and dedicated to their diet. My mom gets out of the car, smacks the Klondike bar out of my Nana's hand, stomps on the Klondike bar, looks at her mom and goes, what would you do for a Klondike bar? (laughs) Walks away, gets in the car. That's uh, pretty messed up. Yeah. It's pretty messed up right there. Yep. (laughs) But it's like my all-time favorite story of my mom and my Nana. (laughs) All-time. Oh, goodness. All right. Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Frostbite will launch in early spring, a burst of icy refreshment and cool melon. Uh, That was, I think, a Walmart exclusive flavor, and it might still be, but they're making it like a permanent thing, so they're adding the Zero Sugar version, which is cool. I tried the... uh, the major melon. Yeah, finally. I've, I've been wondering. Mm-hmm. It's all right. 
Okay. It's not great. It should be a tad more sour, in my opinion. Okay. Because I I tend to like it while I'm eating something, but then like if I'm finishing off the bottle after I'm done eating, I don't really. It gets too sweet for me. So okay. A little more sour twinge to it would be good. Why? Let, but I'm just you explained why. But why melon? Why would you want it to be sour? Melon's not sour. But all the best watermelon candies are Jolly Ranchers, slightly sour. That's I feel just like all, all Jolly are. Ranchers yeah, are slightly, slightly sour. sour. Um, that's just the Jolly Rancher way. Yeah. The watermelon Sour Patch Kids that are so popular, they get their own bag of just that. All slightly sour. Watermelon is always better. The candy flavor is always better. Slightly sour. And okay. I think I would enjoy it more. And, yeah. And there was a... <sighs> Grape flavored one, I think. Grape flavored one that Mountain Dew came out with called Pitch Black 2. That's what oh, it was. Oh, I remember pitch that black one. Two. The first Pitch Black was just grape flavored, but it wasn't sour. Pitch Black 2 was sour. Okay. And it was great. Oh, it was great. But it was so limited. Uh, it barely hung around. I think it, they brought it back like two Halloweens in a row, and then it was gone. Um, but yeah, a, a, a sour watermelon bite would make it a little bit better. Okay. But it's good. I mean, I'll drink it. It's just not not one that I'm going to rush out to the store and try and find every week like I do every summer for Baja Blast. I was going to say, it's not going to take over <laughs> Baja Blast for you. But speaking of Baja Blast, uh, Mountain Dew is coming out with Baja Punch and Baja Flash. Uh, Baja Punch is a tropical punch-flavored soda, and Baja Flash is a pineapple coconut-flavored soda, which I will try, but I will not like. I can tell you that right now. I will uh, probably like that one. But they're launching both in normal and zero sugar in summer 2021. Where is the zero sugar code red? I'm going to say it every single time you bring out another zero sugar flavored flash in the pan soda. Give me the code red. It's your second most popular flavor. It's been around for ages. You don't even have a diet version that's widely available. Come on, folks. Come on. Come on. Here we go. Sorry. That's just personal. Back to Klondike. They're coming out with shakes. But they're not shakes like you expect to see them. They're in like, you know, those applesauce pouches that you yeah. untwist and suck up. Like That's what they're in here. Okay. Weird little shake pouches. But see. You'll totally look like a child. I was going to say, <laughs> I have a serious issue with those. Not for my kids. My kids can eat those applesauce packages all day long. I'm all about them for them. But I could not see myself eating applesauce. Oh, no. Yeah, no. It's, a, it's a weird pouch. Weird thing, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Definitely yeah, they have chocolate, chocolate have and shake. vanilla shakes. Uh, no, they have also okay. Funfetti, funfetti ice cream. Funfetti. Little cups. Little cups <laughs> of the ice cream for the parties. That's fun. That is exciting. Uh, Briar's coming out with a double chocolate brownie batter. Double chocolate brownie batter. And double chocolate. Ch- chocolate pretzel swirl as well. Doing the same thing that we've seen recently with that weird, still crunchy kind of stuff. How do they do it? I don't know. How do they keep it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bubbly is coming out with a specific, a themed uh, flavored, what are they? Carbonated water, mm-hmm. essentially flavored carbonated yeah. water. So they're coming out with a banana flavored one to tie in with the new Minions movie that's going to be coming out here soon. I don't know, Bubbly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this one. Uh, Monster Energy is coming out with Ultra Gold, which is also pineapple flavor. Remember Everything was coming out watermelon, and now everything's coming out pineapple. What's going on here? Pina colada. I don't. I do not. Mm. Uh, Gluten-free and double-stuffed gluten-free Oreos are finally here. Mm, It's good if you can't have gluten. gluten. (laughs) (laughs) 
Pillsbury, uh, they 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 released a. You know the famous Amos cookies mm-hmm. come in that little bag. You get yes. at gas stations when you're on yes. trips. And then Pillsbury came out with like their version of like little soft cookies. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're going to try and compete directly with Chips Ahoy's soft batch cookies, and they're making full sized, full sized Chips Ahoy soft batch, uh, soft baked chocolate chip cookies are coming out. Listen, I'm just saying Pillsbury does the baked goods right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Uh, Here's something for awful people, awful human beings. Uh, Sour Patch Kids is releasing a bag of nothing but blue raspberry Sour Patch Kids. So, uh, I take offense to awful human beings. Blue raspberry is my fave. They're the worst. You're the worst. I was talking about this at on the Royal Rumble Street that uh, Sour Patch Kids was like the one holdout of all my favorite candies that did not cave in and get a blue raspberry flavor. All the other candies started adding them in, but Sour Patch Kids held on until, like, I think five years ago, and they're like, hey, everyone else likes this flavor, I think. It's in all the other bags. Are you so purposely doing the Sour the, Patch? That's the Sour Patch. Yeah. That's the Sour Patch. <laughs> Do the Sour Patch. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I hate it. And now, now I can't, like, get a bag in the movie theater. Because I can't see the colors, and I don't want to eat a blue raspberry one. I dodge them like people dodge like licorice jelly beans. You know, just can't can't do that. So it it's the worst. Saddens me. (laughs) That I care this much. No. Okay. (laughs) How similar in movies (laughs) and food you and my husband are. I don't get it. He will not eat in a movie theater because he can't see what he's eating. Really? It's too dark. Well, I'll eat. I just won't eat something that'll risk me eating something I don't want. So He'll like he'll have a couple handfuls of popcorn because he yeah. knows it's popcorn. But like he doesn't M&Ms would he eat the M&Ms cuz he knows them? No, cuz he doesn't know what color they are. He can't see what color they are. What does the color have to do with M&Ms? That's just how he is. Don't <laughs> Don't judge him. There's no difference. Don't judge him. I'm the only one allowed to judge him, not you. <laughs> oh, god! But like when Chris. we're watching TV at night mm-hmm. before bed and we've got a snack, mm-hmm. he has to leave the light on to eat a snack. <laughs> it not, drives me crazy. I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. That's, that's borderline a complex right there. <laughs> Here we go. He's going to listen. And I'm sorry, like, Chris. <laughs> I love you, and you're normal. You're a normal person. <laughs> don't let him. Don't let Mo. Don't let Mo convince you that you're a weirdo. Now you're that he listens dude. and everything, and we got a trip coming up. Of course, you know you'll hear them all again. Uh, back to ice cream. Blue bunnies coming out with loaded bars. Now we've talked about their loaded Sundays before. Have we? Oh yes. Yeah. Those, okay. They got, mm-hmm. They're good. They're dang good. Well, now they're putting them in bar form. They're going to have ice cream bars stuffed with different kinds of nuts, the chocolate bunnies, bunny tracks, super fudge brownies, cookie dough pieces, strawberry. I mean, it sounds good. Strawberry shortcake. What? Oh, I love strawberry shortcake. I don't know. It might be too much to handle on a bar. You got to eat those things fast. And that would require, that would make you have to chew slower or chew longer, I guess, because you're having bits of stuff in the ice cream as well. Don't you think? I don't know. Wouldn't melt too fast? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and then let's pivot back to gummies now. Trolley Sour Gummy Creations. Uh, it's like a you like build these little things with three pieces. 
And so using the three different pieces, you can create 216 possible flavor combinations. These are the flavors, strawberry, lemonade, watermelon, mango, pineapple, and uh, the one we don't speak about. Blue raspberry. <laughs> also, FYI, I looked it up. It is trolley. Is it trolley? Mm-hmm. Mm, Sorry. I'm going to call him trolley. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying uh, I've done it all my life. So. <laughs> just because you've done something all your life doesn't mean that it's right or that you should continue doing it. <laughs> we, were doing, um, we were doing a Christmas Eve service. And this was like the third year John had led, you know, Christmas music. And but this was the first year that he had a team of singers with him uh, in the praise band. And so he got to this one song and there's this one part that he does wrong. He does it just wrong. It's not the way the carol's ever been sung. The timing uh, is just completely off. And so we finally tell him, we tell him here and he got so upset. He's like, Nobody's told me this in three years. I've done it this way for three years. I'm not changing it. So y'all are just going to have to adjust to me. He got really. <laughs> and so that's kind of how I feel here. I'm like, I've been saying trolling my whole life. Nobody's corrected me yet. So I'm not going to change now at 35. Forget that. <laughs> Trolley. <laughs> cheese it grooves, scorching hot cheddar. Hmm. You ever gotten into the cheese it grooves? Makes it a little crunchier. I'm. Oh. Oh. Hmm. I'm not a Cheez-It fan. If I am going to eat a cheese cracker, what are they called? See, I don't eat cheese crackers that much. I like goldfish. <laughs> What's the other one? What's the off cheese brand? Nips. Cheese nips. I was I was a cheese nips person. I prefer cheese nips. But uh, to I've cheese changed. It. I've changed cheese. Uh, my family is all Cheez-Its. But you know, I tell you, I to do you one better. I prefer better cheddars. To those, See, to any of the other cheese I things. do like better cheddars. Better cheddars are dang good. Mm-hmm. Dang good. Yeah. And lastly, and the weirdest one of all, Kraft is uh, giving away a thousand boxes of Kraft candy mac and cheese dinner. It uh, It's actual mac and cheese, but the sauce packet it turns, it turns it pink and gives it a sweet candy flavor. Why would you want this? It's for Valentine's Day, obviously. <laughs> you share it with your boo. <laughs> no, you know. I, if Chris wanted boo? to share this with me on Valentine's Day, I might wonder if he still loved me or not. <laughs> I'm just saying. It sounds awful. Oh, before we move on to our topic, I want to. Uh, I want to wait. Hmm. 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 So, in t- we're, we're, like I said, we're live streaming on Twitch, and Twitch chat is going on, and they're kind of reacting to the stuff we're saying, and, and we're not, you know, interacting with them as much, but but something is occurring in the ch- Twitch chat, and I just need some explanation here. Um, Rachel, my friend Rachel, says, "Dang, you're 35, Matt. Your age is hard to tell with the whole being bald thing, but Mo doesn't look a day over 23." She's also 35. Um, (laughs) That means my oldest child would have been born when I was eight. What do you mean when you say, dang, you're 35, it's hard to tell because you're bald? Do you mean I look 
older or younger than that? Because I've had some bad experiences, even here on Twitch, with people thinking I'm Mo's dad. So, can you clue me in there? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> Fun fact. And the second but I don't time look like I've... Mo's dad. I appreciate that. Thank you. Fun Literally fact, someone... the second time that I've said this on yeah. the show... I'm actually older than Matt. Mm-hmm. A couple months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, someone jumped I'm on a Twitch. I'm your elder, so respect me. Someone jumped on a Twitch once and said, oh, cool, a father-daughter stream. <laughs> and I'm like, that's real funny. Like, oh, sorry, I was serious. I, uh, you look, you look, never mind. And we haven't seen that person back since then, so. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, with the glasses and, you know, your facial mm-hmm. hair is the same color as my hair. When I let my hair grow out, like I've shaved my head pretty recently, like all over now. Yeah. And so I'm, I've got the full cue ball effect going on. Mm-hmm. When I let the horseshoe thing grow out, I do look a lot older than when I shave it all. I, I know that. But I also know that I'm 35 and I'm not going to want to just put this effort into shaving my head like this twice a week like I used to do when I was 20. So I guess I'm okay looking older, but... Every now and then, you just got to do a reset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, let's get back to our main topic of the show. (laughs) Several weeks ago, I caught what was the latest Mr. Beast video at the time. Uh, We've talked about him a couple times on the show. Mr. Beast is a a YouTuber. He's been a YouTuber since he was a little kid. Uh, But right now, he's mid-20s, I think. And he is made, he's one of the most successful YouTubers running. He's gotten so many deals with different companies who essentially just give him a whole bunch of money for him to then turn around and give away to other people. And he does it in crazy ways. And in this video, he opened up a Mr. Beast Burger restaurant, a one day only restaurant where they were actually serving burgers, but they were also handing out giant stacks of cash in those bags. He created a, like, I think it was 16 mile long line, uh, going down a highway that they had to have police come. And, uh, it was, it was like a ridiculous thing, but they gave away thousands and thousands of dollars. Then at the end of the video though, he said, beginning that next day, 300 Mr. Beast Burger locations were going to be opening up all over the country all at once. And that they wouldn't be giving away money, but they would be serving the burgers that they had featured. Okay. And I thought to myself, how on earth can they do that? How can they open up three, 300 simultaneous locations across the country in one day? Right. Like, his whole crew is him and, like, 12 other people. Yeah. It's not like they, and they're all about their age. You know, they're all mid-20s. They can't possibly put together an entire franchise that easily all opening in one day. So how did he do it? Here's the answer. He didn't. But you can still order his food on DoorDash in 300 locations across this country and receive it. Is it all a lie? Kind of, but it's also brilliant. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to explain ghost kitchens. But first, (laughs) five bonus random facts. You're very confused right now. I am. Stick around. (laughs) 
It's Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got five random facts for you. Duck Hunt and its iconic Zapper Pistol are part of the NES legend, but the NES version was based on a different game from 1973 called the Laser Clay Shooting System, which obviously is not quite as catchy as Duck Hunt. The Windy City name has nothing to do with Chicago's weather. Chicago's nickname was coined in the 19th century by journalists who were referring to the fact that its residents were windbags and full of hot air. The longest English word is 189,819 letters long. The full name for the protein nicknamed Titan would take three and a half hours to say out loud. Female octopus lay 56,000 eggs at a time and spend six months devoted to protecting the eggs. And lastly, there's a connection between friends and home alone. In 2016, the folks at 22 Vision shared a video documenting a previously unrealized connection between friends and 1990s home alone. It turns out that Monica and Chandler may have actually bought the house owned by the McAllisters in the movie. For more fun facts and hilarious nonsense, tune in to the Back Row Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central here on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today... <laughs> Pause. Uh, yeah, I'm Mo. I'm well, I wanted to make sure I didn't say I'm Matt. <laughs> that was a funny Again. And I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm Matt. Uh, and today, we're talking about restaurants that don't exist, yet still deliver you food. But first, before we get back to the topic of the day, we've got a taste test. Each Junk Food Tuesday, we taste test something new or odd or both. And today... I got to pick our taste test. It always makes me so nervous. Don't be nervous. Uh, Now, of course, this will be plenty entertaining in audio form, but it's even better on video. And uh, while we typically just record uh, our our taste test, our our taste test every week, we're actually live streaming on Twitch, which we've said many times uh, on the show. And so they get to see the whole show and we'll do kind of a clip show for YouTube later that will include the taste test, but you can go check it out. Follow our Facebook page at the back row LTN. For links, so you never miss a bite. What do you have for us today, Mo? What am okay. I getting myself into? So this is actually something that we talked about last week on Junk Food Tuesday. It was one of the new release things that we listed. Okay. Okay. I don't remember hearing anything typically gross. Nope. It was. It's not. Well. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. You might vomit. Another a spin bit. on it is we also talked about how much we hate. Oh. Carrot cake. Oh. But it's carrot cake Oreos. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I think I've seen these before, but I think they come and go. Well, but I, don't I mean, think I've ever had it them. was one of the new releases that we talked about last Did week. We? I yeah. feel like I've seen it before, but maybe I haven't. Okay. Carrot cake Oreos. Ugh, yeah, I see like uh-huh, the carrot pieces I know. in it. It's, it's the not shredded gotta, carrot. Gotta not, I don't know we why don't people have do to that. Have the, the solid pieces of carrot. You really don't. You can get the flavor. I mean, you don't put solid pieces of chocolate in chocolate cake. Uh, some people do. I don't want solid pieces of chocolate <laughs> in my chocolate cake. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that's a thing or not. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's give it a shot. You this ready? Could be really good. Security bag. Sheesh. I don't smell. Do they smell like? 
Ooh, you know what? What? These smell like Dunkaroos. Ooh, they really do. They smell like my childhood. I'm actually all childhood about this right in a now. Cookie. I was literally gonna grab that one too. I'm kind of mad you took mine. <laughs> okay. You want it? <laughs> <laughs> These legit smell like Dunkaroos. Was there a carrot flavored Dunkaroo that I don't remember? That's how. That's how our parents oh, got us to eat our gosh. veggies when we were kids. I'm okay. I'm gearing myself up here to be disappointed. Because the last time we had something that smelled amazing. Oh, yeah. Which was that cherry the cordial. cherry cordial little, little Debbie. Debbie. Mm-hmm. It smelled amazing. And we thought this might be the dark horse winner of the yep. whole thing mm-hmm. based on the smell alone. And then yep. we bit into it and it was a garbage. Awful. Garbage. There's your son. Your son's joining us on Twitch. <laughs> we had a debate on whether or not somebody else was uh, her son <laughs> earlier on. All right. Let's give it Yo. a shot. He says, hi, my son. Okay. I want to tear it apart and eat it, but I shouldn't, huh? You can do whatever you want. There's no wrong way to eat an Oreo. No, that's Reese's. There's <laughs> no wrong way to eat a Reese's. <laughs> this tastes like a Dunkaroo. I was going to say. It I does don't not taste, taste like carrot. Nothing like carrot. At all. But it's delicious. Oh, no, no, no. Is it the aftertaste? I'm getting that. It almost, it tastes more like a spice cake. Yeah. Not a carrot cake. Not a carrot cake at all. I don't taste any carrot. Nothing in the back either. There are little orange chunks in it like the carrot cake though. Like there's little pieces of carrot in it or they're mimicking that. What? Mine doesn't have it. Yeah, I see it in yours. Oh, I hit the microphone. Sorry. Not in the not in the icing in the cookie. Oh, <laughs> look at the little. I'm like no, see there's like no. the little orange bits. <laughs> you just old and blind. Uh huh. See, she's the older one, guys. Uh huh. <laughs> These are amazingly good, but they're not carrot cake. So like zero for carrot cake, but. Ten for like buy these and eat them. Oh yeah, they're, they're delicious. Very good. Yummy, yummy, yummy. And I'm not really because you have, have a cream cheese frosting. And I'm not a big cream cheese frosting guy. See, but it really works with this. Why'd you have to go and say that? Why are you not why? a cream cheese person either? No, I love cream cheese. Oh, love cream cheese. You know who hates cream cheese? Your husband? No, no. Oh, your son. Your son is watching. Uh huh. Toffee there mm. hates cream cheese. <laughs> and I try to fool him all the time and get him to eat things with cream cheese. <laughs> now I can't. Thanks a lot. You know, if if he wants to pass up on this, then that's his loss. They're delicious, they're huh? Dang good. They are so good. This is the best taste test you've had in a while. I mean, I saw them and I was like, okay, we just talked about them. (laughs) And we both just agreed on the fact that carrot cake is the lesser of all cakes. Yeah. So of course, of course we were going to have to do the taste test. Yeah. And they're, they're gosh, really good. My only complaint is they're super sweet. 
Like one, and that's enough. They are very sweet, but that might be a good thing. Yeah. To keep you from eating too many. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're, the, the normal Oreos have the ability to keep you eating them because the chocolate cookie is bitter. Right. And the bitter and, and the, you know, the sweet thing, it works well. Mm-hmm. But, no, this is all sweet. All sweet. All sweet, but very good. Very, very good. But definitely more of like a spice cake. Mm-hmm. Not flavor. a carrot cake at all. I enjoy it. All right, let's move on. Last segment, I told you about YouTuber Mr. Beast opening 300 Mr. Beast burger locations all across America, out of nowhere, in a single day. How did he do it? Well, he did, and he didn't. He didn't actually open restaurants, actual restaurants, which exist <laughs> in the world where you can visit, uh, which explains why you can only order that food via DoorDash. What he did was he opened 300 ghost kitchens. Have you heard of ghost kitchens before? Mm-mm. I mean, mm-mm. <laughs> no, I'm well, no. Uh, so this past year, uh, every restaurant franchise has been grappling with decisions about delivery, uh, clearly because of COVID-19 and people can't even like eat in restaurants, even still Today, in a lot of places, you can't go into a restaurant to eat. You can Mm -hmm. only order it. It's sad. Uh, But the fact is, delivery was a priority even before the pandemic. With 78% of respondents in the 2019 National Restaurant Association survey looking to focus on their off-premise strategy. So this past year, 33% of customers report that they were ordering more takeout, creating a significant new revenue stream for restaurants willing to double down on delivery. Ghost kitchens are professional cooking facilities created for the preparation of delivery-only meals, which enable restaurants to rapidly start delivering food to their customers, even though there's not an actual restaurant. Interesting. But that's only one kind. There's also... um, Restaurants that currently exist that co-op or not co-opt that uh, that basically take orders for another brand out of their kitchen because they have um, similar ingredients that they can build a different menu off of and deliver okay. that under their name. And then there are restaurants that they themselves have started an online only restaurant that is still the same company, but you just don't know. And so we kind of talked about one of these last year, which was Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, I Chuck remember. Chuck E. Cheese created a DoorDash-only um, DoorDash pizza company called Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was more of a... We, we, we called it a trick. We, we called we, it a we, trick to get sorry. people to actually order Ch- Chuck E. Cheese pizza, which nobody really wants unless you're going to go there yeah. kind of thing. Um, but even in our own town, I remember just a few weeks ago when we had COVID and we download DoorDash for the first time to start what, using what? it, uh, I saw that uh, we had a place called It's Just Wings. Uh-huh. I'm like, It's Just Wings. I've never seen that place in our town. And, uh, oh, hey, so, hey, we're live streaming on Twitch, and we've got a raid coming in. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, So, with the the It's Just Wings thing, it's actually Chili's. Is it Chili's? I thought it was Pizza Hut. No, it's Chili's. Wing Street is Pizza Hut, but that's still officially part of the thing. You can get that in, in the restaurant, too. You can't go to Chili's, like, in restaurant and order It's Just Wings food. And It's Just Wings is completely different from Chili's. It's got wings with several flavors of sauces that aren't available on anything in Chili's. And they make curly fries, which Chili's doesn't offer. 
And <laughs> I'm, I, I was confused. Yeah. Like, why? Why are they doing this? You can't even order, like, even, the, even if you know that they're in the same building, you can't order uh, from both places in one order kind of thing, which is strange to me. But, uh, yeah, it does own that thing. And we have a few more here. Let's see. What are the other ones? So Pasquale's is one. It's just wings. Uh, the burger experience comes from a place called Smoky Bones. Uh, they deliver oh, yeah, a, Smoky Bones Barbecue. They deliver a burger-only virtual brand. That was one of mine and Chris's first dates. Yeah. A uh, mega-popular sushi restaurant, Katsuya, does a thing called Crispy rice by deliver delivery only. Okay. Applebee's, even our neighborhood oh, yeah. Applebee's here it says neighborhood wings. They have just a wings online only service. Uh, it's just you know those 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 are brand adjacent brands you know okay. from the same company. But then we have things like like we talked about with Mr. Beast. There are uh, there are a lot of these. There's there's Zombie Burger Company. There's Cluck Yeah. There's Pizza Anonymous, Father Foods, Tinder Shack, Wing Depot, Coastal Soups, Gin and Juice. All of these, yeah, <laughs> all of these don't actually exist in any real place. They exist in uh, other restaurants. Other restaurants make their food and deliver it. And the same thing goes with Mr. Beast. I believe actually Mr. Beast food is Mr. Beast burger food is made in Boca de Beppo's all what across. Is that? It's it's like an Italian kitchen I think or something some I don't know what it is. It's it looks like it's an Italian place it might be a burger place but there's okay. one in Albuquerque I remember seeing. Okay. Anyway, Boca de Beppo's makes uh, all these food which uh, which is weird. It's weird to me. But that's why those 300 locations were able to get it cuz they made a deal. With this one restaurant that, hey, you're going to make our food, and then DoorDash will come and pick it up from there and deliver it with our own utensils. Which makes sense because, I mean, you've got a bunch of restaurants that can't open up to actual people, Mm -hmm. and you need to make more revenue somewhere. Yeah. It makes sense both for the restaurants taking this up, because they're like, okay... That's more, you're going to give us a cut of this revenue. Right. Uh, it's not really going to hurt us, you know, time-wise or anything. And we've got all this food already, so let's do all this and make it and make some more money. And it makes amazing sense for people who want to start a restaurant, sell their food, but can't actually make a restaurant, you know? I think it's brilliant. You're not, you're not paying rent. Yeah. You're, you're, you're just basically paying advertising, and they're, you know, the people making it, and they're going to take a cut of the profits, and that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. brilliant. And so, uh, obviously, there's been no uh, shortage of these popping up all over the place now because it's the new thing. I actually tried to search for different articles to try and explain this, and I was inundated with different companies that have now started up that are just setting up your own uh, ghost kitchen. Like how to start your own ghost kitchen restaurant. And uh, there's this, it's and people are worried that it's going to actually bust soon yeah. <laughs> as the pandemic goes away. And it might because uh, the, the overarching need for just delivery only might go by the wayside. But who knows? Uh, there are some uh, celebrities that are also joining the fray. Uh, Mario Lopez has Mario's Tortas Lopez. Pauly D. Wake up, yeah. Wake up, yeah. <laughs> Has Polly D's Italian subs. I'd be all about this one. Mariah Carey has Mariah's cookies. <laughs> and they're all non-existent restaurants. 
But they all really exist, which is really strange. It's just a strange thing. But uh, in addition to that, like we initially talked about, there are actual facilities that exist just for this. And DoorDash themselves has gotten in on this uh, game as well, where they've actually been opening up DoorDash kitchens. Now, this is genius. It really is. Places where, where like 10 or 12 different restaurants will work out of. So smart. Yeah. It is brilliant. It is a brilliant, brilliant maneuver and perfect for now. Um, But then, now we're also seeing established restaurants Mm -hmm. opening up to go only places. And I think Red Lobster is the first like big name. They are opening up across the country a few places that literally just exist to be a delivery kitchen for their food. Mm. So even restaurants themselves are giving up on just don't come here. (laughs) We'll bring it to you. I mean, I I don't know. I think it is. I think it's genius. Yeah, I mean, I really imagine do. you come up. You, it doesn't. In fact, it it can't be a big menu. So right. all you have to do is come up with five or six good dishes. Mm-hmm. Give them the the ingredients. Give them the way to cook it, and then just partner with some restaurant. Yeah, and make my food and sell it. Mm-hmm. And you get to keep fifty percent of the profits, whatever. And then you're just making money at that point. Yeah. You're not doing nothing. You're not doing nothing but make money. And I think that's exactly what Mr. Beast is doing. They came up with four burgers. (laughs) Four burgers and a specific kind of french fry. And they are making bank by just sitting and letting other people make that food. (laughs) And truthfully, as a restaurant, that is the best business strategy that you can have. Small menu. Keep it small. That's where so many restaurants go wrong. Oh gosh, the the incredibly long. I think the only restaurant that has a ridiculously stupid long menu and does it well is Cheesecake Factory. Mm, that's that's the, true. They have everything there, don't they? Everything. Every possible thing. It's like a seven-page menu. And there was such a long time where I thought it was just like people were going there to eat different cheesecakes. <laughs> like <laughs> we're gonna go to dinner. You want to go to Cheesecake Factory? Okay, where are we going to get food, though, first? Right. (laughs) I I don't want cheesecake for dinner. No, dude. There's seven pages of real food. And then 25 cheesecakes that you can choose from. (laughs) Um, But that's the, like, keeping their menu short so that you can really focus in on these few items and doing them well. Mm -hmm. That is the best strategy for a restaurant that most restaurants don't stick with. Yeah, and Bubba's in our chat right now, and he said, that's what I love and respect about In-N-Out. And he's absolutely right. In-N-Out's menu is very short, yeah, very simple, and while their fries are garbage, their burgers are amazing. <laughs> See, I like their fries. <laughs> well, okay, I'm one of those people that can't get them animal style. I do not like them um, animal style, and that's what everyone says. Well, you can't just eat them plain. Like, well, why do they offer them plain then? Because they're awful. They taste like sticks of cardboard. See, I also like them plain. And I am definitely in the minority. I know that. There I are. can only, I can only, I've, I've, we've been to California for that thing like three times now. I've eaten in and out about seven times. Only, okay. and I've gotten fries every single time just because I can't, like a mental thing, I can't get a burger and not, not order fries, fries on the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've always been disappointed except one time. I'm like, what makes this one time different? How are you better? I'm talking to my thing of fries. How are you good now? And you've been garbage the rest of this trip and every other year I've been here. I don't know why you're yelling understand. at that thing of fries. That thing of fries was good. I was mad because it made me know that I was missing 
something that they could have been good all along. That poor order of fries <laughs> died feeling good about itself, <laughs> but also feeling defeated. Defeated, yeah, yeah, You're absolutely right. Poor I was fries. I was a jerk to those fries. May you rest in peace. Anyway, so yeah, will they stick around? Will they continue on to be popular? I Who really knows? do think Who that knows? they will. I think that. 2020, like, built this whole generation of people that are just now forever dependent on delivery food. Delivery food, pickup, groceries. Delivery groceries. I didn't take Walmart delivery or Walmart pickup seriously at all until this year, this past year. Well, and now our little town has Instacart. That will deliver your groceries from Albertsons to what? your front door. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And DoorDash has Walgreens. Wish I hadn't told me that. Yeah, you know what? That saved my butt a lot Ours during too. during our co- our COVID quarantine. Uh, the fact that DoorDash will go to Walgreens and just and I assumed I assumed that Walgreens like got the order just like a restaurant would and oh, like no. bagged it, but Mm-mm. this guy just goes and shops for you. Yeah. Like. Pfft. Uh-huh. And then text well, I only you to you let four you know. Bucks. I should have tipped you more. Text you to let you know, hey, this item isn't in stock. Oh yeah. The guy these... I got the guy I got called me. He's like, Hey, I'm all over the store. There is no Diet Dr. Pepper here. And yeah. we just had this whole conversation about the fact that there was no Diet Dr. Pepper anywhere in yeah. this town. Yeah. And I didn't hate it. I didn't hate talking with a stranger. Right? <laughs> my um my neighbor the other day posted as her status, we've ordered Two DoorDash meals and two orders from Instacart, all four times it was the same delivery person. I said, that happened to us quite a few times during quarantine. That guy's getting a Christmas card this year. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll uh, we'll see. Time will tell if Ghost Kitchens stick around or remain popular. It might it might follow the same kind of business rule that... that uh, most businesses fall under. It's the 80-20 rule. Only mm-hmm. 20% will be successful and 80% will fall by the wayside. But uh, this was the year to definitely get into it. Yeah. Definitely get into it. Uh, so, yeah. If uh, you're lucky enough to have a Mr. Beast Burger or a Mariah's Cookies or a Paula... Polly D's. Polly D's Italian <laughs> I soap. Said, I said Paula Deen's. Paula. Does Paula Dean and Polly D get confused a lot? That's what I need to know. Maybe. That's the question I need to know. They're two very different people. <laughs> We're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we answer a question you've probably been dying to ask us. Mm-hmm. Uh, more Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back to 
back to the Back Row Morning Show and things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to answer an Ask Us Anything question. Uh, we are on Twitch right now and uh, we're we're letting them ask us some questions. We're actually going to answer a couple. Let's answer a couple and let's try and be quick about it. So first, uh, our friend Rachel. <laughs> I just want it to be known that now that you are having to call her Rachel, mm-hmm. only once have you said Rachel. Every other time it's been my friend Rachel or our friend Rachel. You're having a very difficult time. I am. It's awkward. Okay. <laughs> it's weird. Her name is Rachel. I call her. I, I know her as Lark from our Among Us games. And she just mentioned, you can call me Rachel, by the way. And now I don't know what to do with myself. Anyway, <laughs> Rachel <laughs> asks us, what is your second favorite Pixar movie? So not your first favorite. Your second favorite. I don't know. Can you name off some Pixar movies for me? All the Toy Stories. Yeah. Both the Finding Nemo's. Mm-hmm. Those are my least cars. favorite. Finding Nemo. Really? Yeah. Okay. We got Up. We got Inside Out. We got Soul. We got that dinosaur one that I didn't watch. We have. The Good Dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't watch that one. Um, Wally. We got Wally. Wally. Okay, so for real, I think that my second favorite is Inside Out. Inside Out's your second favorite? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. I like it. I like, well, you know, I say it's all right. I like it a lot, actually. But I don't think it's my second favorite. Um, I actually really enjoy the the Cars series. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. And I actually really like the third one a lot. Yeah. Enough to say that that's probably my second favorite. My boys watched it too much. Like. Burned you out on it or what? Every day. (laughs) Multiple times a day. Yeah. But Cannon did think that Lightning McQueen's name was Speed for the longest time. I remember you telling me that, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because he says, Speed, I am Speed. Cars 2 was garbage. I'll put, yeah. R- Rachel's yeah. reminding me. Yeah. Cars 2 was just straight up awful. But uh, Cars 3 was good. It was okay. A good hold story. on, though, before we listen. Soul. We talked about Soul last yes, week. Yeah. We discussed that. Yeah. yeah we were there wrong. was an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your, your son corrected us. The yes. cat, cat did have a soul because they made yes. a joke about the cat's soul being okay. kicked out of the body and going okay. up that stairway thing. So we had to correct ourselves. So sorry, guys. Our whole theory about soul out the window. Just delete the episode. I know, right? <laughs> but we had to make it right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, another question uh, uh, from from your son. Hmm. We'll, be, we'll be quick about this. Oh, my son. Uh, what is your stance on schools opening despite COVID? Are you for it or against it? I am for schools opening at the right time and in the right way. The time or way is not what we are currently doing. Hot take, hot take from a teacher (laughs) in the system. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know enough to tell you that what I believe is right or not. I want the schools to be open. Uh, There are a lot of, a lot of, even like the World Health Organization says, yeah, schools should be open. Dr. Fauci came out and said, I think last week or two weeks ago, yeah, go ahead and open schools. It's, Are it's we fine. Are to any of these people anymore? Well, we were told to. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't see, I, I don't know. 
I don't see anything wrong with it, but I also know that I'm not educated enough on the subject to say that I'm definitely right. So let's put it that way. Tune in at a later date for us we to might explore this more. Yes. Mo, yeah. will, Mo will host that episode. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, last question we'll answer today is uh, also from Rachel. What's your favorite thing about your co-host? Not everything all at once, Mo. His wife. Don't fawn. His oh, wife that's... is my favorite thing. <laughs> Rude. I'm just kidding. Rude. I mean, she's great. And she's my favorite thing about me. <laughs> but There's a lot of favorite things. Okay. For real, you want to know my favorite thing about you? I don't know. <laughs> Feels like it's set up now. No. I mean, aside from, we've got a really good friendship. I love our friendship. I love that's our true. banter between the that's two of true. us. But for real, and y'all might not know this. Some of you will, but some of you might not. This dude can sing. Like, sang. He can sing. That's my favorite thing about Matt. For real. Really? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I know I can sing, but I didn't know that that was your favorite thing. Yeah. Like, every year at Christmas when that memory of you and Karen and Samantha singing comes up, I'm always like, (sighs) fangirl over three that of my best slaps. friends. I'm like, that's, right. ah! that's a bop. That's a legit bop. It is a legit bop. <laughs> legit bop. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. Okay. Well, go. see, my thing's going to be deeper and now I'm going to sound weird. Uh, so shoot. I'm going to get all sentimental. Do you need a tissue? I do. Aww. Get it ready. I don't have any. I Sorry. Have I have oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, honestly, my favorite thing about Mo is that not only do you tend to wear your heart on your sleeve, which is something that I prefer with most people, because it, it means you're you're real, you're honest kind of about how you feel and, and what you think in a refreshing way, not an abrasive way most of the time. Uh, <laughs> I can agree. But more that... You, in in a way that I wish I was quicker to do, you are really quick to admit when you've thought the wrong way or you've, you know, done the wrong thing. Maybe even, you know, you've thought this way for years. You are quick enough to both point that out, admit that, and then change your stance and then fight for that as well. Not Not just a passive... I was wrong, like we just did with the the, the uh, soul thing, uh-huh. but more of a, I was wrong and I'm going to make up for that now kind of way. Like you have a, a heart for making things right. And yeah. I've seen that play out with a lot of situations mm-hmm. in your life, because mm-hmm. I've been privy to many of these situations mm-hmm. and... Uh, conversations and vents and you know all this kind of stuff and it really does honestly inspire me how you don't just let that stuff like forget about it and just move on and and not think about it and not try and grow but you actually do constantly try to be a better person thanks See, and I thought that me saying that I, you're singing was good and now like I <laughs> it feel is good. <laughs> Stay tuned for an episode where Mo gushes all about me. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Why not? <laughs> okay, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Ephesians 1:17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles and all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission to become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Dang it. Give.ltnonair.com. Gosh darn it. Oh, man. I gotta fix it. I'm going to fix it right now so I don't make the same mistake next Tuesday. I fixed it on Monday's <laughs> script, but not on Tuesdays. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at, at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Okay, wait, we're doing Eastern time now. 9 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 11 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and we hope you will, too. Mo, final thought. Pizza was invented in Italy. (laughs) Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. (laughs) 